St. Paul instructs St. Timothy, Let no one despise your youth, but be an example to the believers in word, in conduct, in love, in spirit, in faith, in purity. Upper Room Media presents this Teen Matters talk, praying that it will firmly establish these virtues in the future of our church. There was a lady inside the change room and I stood outside the door of the change room uh, with my trolley and waiting for the lady to come out so I could have my turn and try on my clothes. Then she said while she was waiting, all of a sudden a man walked past her, opened the change room and went in. And um, she thought, oh, must be her husband and they're going to try out some things together and, and then um, they'll be my turn, it'll all be good. So after a while, the door opened and the lady came out and no man followed. And then she like, excuse me, um, where's the man that was inside with you? And they's like, what man? Excuse me? Isn't that man with me inside? And I took real offence to the fact that there was a man inside with her. And then the lady went into the change room and stood around trying to find where the man's hiding. And there's no man inside. And she thought maybe there's like a, a door that he went out and she's like, we're feeling the walls to see if there's a door that, that pushes out. And there's no door that pushes out. I'll return to this story in a moment, but let's go turn to the gospel for a second. The gospel today um, has a really interesting detail that is given to us. You have Jesus at a lake, and the people are pressing upon him to hear him speak. Thousands of people are coming along the shore to hear Jesus speak. And you know, in those days, there were no microphones, you know. So if I'm talking to you like this, you can hardly hear me, right? Luckily, now we have microphones where our voices can be projected. But back then, do you know how they used to project their voice? Without microphones? There's thousands of people along the shore. You know what they would do? Get into a boat. Jesus would get into a boat. And he'd pull out of it from shore. And because the coast wraps around, the shore wraps around, and he's out on a boat, that's the best chance that his voice can project out so that everybody could hear him. Yeah? So what happens in the Gospel is it tells us that Jesus um, wanted a boat. And he looked and he saw 
How many boats? You remember the detail? Because how many boats? Okay. Two. Very good. You saw two boats. But which one is he going to go into? Which one should he pick? Which one shall I go in? Which one looks better, bigger? You know, in our spiritual life, we often ask God of things. When we come to pray, we ask, God, please help me in my life, help me in my school, help me in my exams, be with my family, my friendships, my troubles, help me, support me. We, we are always asking. But do you know that God asks us of things too? Because he got up, he went to those two boats and he saw Simon Peter. And he said to Simon Peter, Can I use your boat? Can I come into your boat? And Peter, you know, he was fishing out of line. And you know, he smashed. He's tired. He's washing his nets. <clears throat> caught nothing. Frustrated. Imagine he's fishing all night, come back and caught nothing. It's your livelihood. You made no money. And you're packing up, you want to go home, have a shower, have some breakfast, sleep. You're gone. And then this guy comes and says, Hey, can I use your boat? Jesus, God, is asking of Peter something. And Peter had the opportunity to say, No, man, I'm not going to be smashed. There's no boat there. Check out those guys, I think they're alright. Just use that boat. But of course, what does Peter do? He's like, Alright, no worries. Jump in. I'll take you out. He asks Peter, Can I use your boat? Can I come into your boat? And then, of course, our Lord goes into his boat, goes out in from the shore, and begins to preach the multitudes of people. And what's the Peter doing? Now, Peter at this point wasn't yet a disciple. He was still an ordinary fisherman. What's he doing while Jesus is preaching? Was he going for a swim? Was he dropping a line just in case you know, one little fish came? Peter was just um, listening. He was sitting back, maybe lying on the deck, and listening to the words of Jesus Christ that he was preaching. And because Peter is there listening, for sure you're listening to the words of Jesus Christ, for sure your heart is being moved, your heart is being touched, your life is being transformed. Then Jesus comes with a second request. Peter, let's launch into the deep to cast down your nets for a catch. Now, Peter should have said, with all due respect, sir, I'm the fisherman. You're the carpenter preacher. I've been out here all night. There's no fish. I've just washed my nets. I want to go home and have my bacon and egg roll. Like it's, 
I'm not going to do that. But what happened was St. Peter had already heard the words of life through Christ. And his faith began to grow. Because he responded to the first request, can I come into your boat? And he heard the words of faith. His faith began to grow. He was able to then cast out the nets for a catch. Do you know our Lord asks us for things? It's not just us that ask Him. He's asking us actually every day. Every day He comes and says, Hey, can I come into your room? Can I come into your room? Can I come into your heart? Can I have a bit of your, your, your time? Can I have some space in your, in your mind? Can I come with you into your classroom? Can I be with you next to you when you're doing your exam? There are two groups of friends. He may come to your group and say, can I come and be part of your group? Every day our Lord is asking us to come into our life. And we have the ability to say, no, I'm tired, I'm not interested, I'm switched off right now, I'm, I'm, I'm engaged in something else. No, there's another group, there's another boat, there's another room, there's another heart, there's another mind. Go to that one. Or like St. Peter, I can say, yeah, no worries. Jump in. Jump into my room, jump into my life, jump into my heart, jump into my mind, jump into everything. Because when he does, then our faith begins to grow by our encounter with him. You know, when Pope Dwightros was in Sydney last time, the, uh, they conducted an interview with him. The newspapers did an interview with him. And I read the article online of the discussion that took place, what the interviewer asked, and how the Pope responded, and, and the back and forth that took place between the, the journalist and, and the Pope. And it was all stock standard interviews, all good, until the very last question of the interview. The, the interviewer said, I asked the Pope one last question. I asked him, Your Holiness, has there ever been a time in your life where you've lost your faith in God. And the Pope is like, sorry. And the journalist wrote, the Pope was highly confused by the question. And so he said, I repeat the question to the Pope. I said, Your Holiness, has there ever been a time in your life where, you, where you've lost your faith and you think maybe God's not even there? And the Pope looked highly disturbed turned to his, the priest that was with him and asked for a translation of the question. Because he couldn't believe that this question was being asked to patriarch. So the Pope turns to the priest and says, Yulir, Yulir, what's he saying there? And the, the, the priest, in Arabic, tells him, he's Alam, 
And the Pope says, no, 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 no. My faith is renewed daily by my experience with Jesus Christ. My faith is renewed daily by my encounter and my experience with Christ. And the, the response of the Pope blew me away. That his faith is renewed every single day by his encounter with Christ. And that's what happened to Peter. His faith was renewed. His faith grew by that moment, by that encounter of Jesus in his boat. That gave him the ability to have the faith to launch out the thing. That gave him the ability to cast out his nets. That gave him the ability, after all of that, when Jesus said, don't worry about catching fish, come with me and be a fisher of men. It gave him the ability to even do that. We're talking here about 10 verses of a whole life transformed. From catching fish, a failure all night, to all of a sudden now, as Jesus in his boat, cast out into the deep, caught a multitude of fish, and then chucked all of that away, and now he's going off to serve as a disciple of Jesus Christ. All of that transformation because of the one response of, yeah, jump into my boat. That's it. All of that happened because, yeah, yeah, jump into the boat. Imagine Peter said, nah, I'm too tired. Use the other boat. Imagine that happened. That would be the end of the story. Never heard of Peter ever again. But that one response of, yeah, jump in. And that's what I want to share with you today. Is that I want you to know that every day, our Lord comes to us and says, Can I come into your life? Can you read the Bible so I can come into your mind? Can you maybe swap out your secular hymns for nice Christian hymns so that I can touch your heart? Can maybe can you, you, you switch off and perhaps delete some of these social media accounts so that you're giving me space to enter your life and not... Um, filling it with, with evil and rubbish from the world. Can you maybe switch off those accounts and let me in instead? Maybe I'll delete TikTok and, and put up the media. Maybe I'll, I'll switch it over. Can you let me into your life? Let me into your day? Returning back to the lady that came up, I said, look, I think you're going to be cuckoo. <laughs> I think you, you, something's gone on. She goes, oh, I thought maybe it's like, you know, like a, a spiritual phenomenon and like angels and demons and... I don't know, I think you've really lost it. Maybe we go. Seek some help. But what it may make me think of is sometimes there is an unseen guest in our life. That lady in the change room didn't realise that there was a man in there. Even though there wasn't. But in our life, there is an unseen guest with us all the time. It's not the cuckoo man from that lady. It's our Lord Jesus Christ. A permanent unseen guest, if we allow him in. He's with us in the boat. He's with us in our room. He's with us in the car, he's with us in the classroom, he's with us with our friends. He's with us at all times, and every time he's asking us, can I come in? And if you respond and say, yeah, jump in, your faith will be renewed daily. And glory be to God forever. Amen.
This talk was brought to you by Upper Room Media. We hope that this talk has, through the grace of God, touched your heart. And we pray that it will not only inform you, but will also transform you and your life with Christ.